You know, I'll never forget my first day in merchant services. I was driving down this rural country road out here in central Pennsylvania. It was a hot day. I had this old uh, Toyota Corolla that I was driving and the air conditioning had gone out. So I have the windows rolled down in this thing and I'm driving to my first appointment scheduled lead. It was a barber shop. And I remember, you know, I was concerned with, I've got these windows down. Am I going to look crazy when I get there? And at that time I had been, uh, you know, trying to get this business going and everything like that. And I just started with merchant services. And so um, I'm driving down the road. I get to my first appointment scheduled lead. I walk into this barber shop. And as I was going there, I remember thinking to myself, what am I selling? Why am I selling this? You know, the ISO I was with had me on like a one hour training webinar and they were like, good luck, you know, tomorrow you're gonna have appointment scheduled leads. And so I walk into this barber shop thinking that, well, I'm sure everybody accepts credit cards already, so somehow I'm just trying to convince them to save money. And I walk in and the first thing this barber says to me, he looks up, he was actually sitting in one of his chairs, he looks up at me and says, uh, I don't accept cards, I'm not interested in that, and I told that lady not to send you. And that was my introduction to merchant services. And the two thoughts that ran through my head were, first of all, way to go telemarketer, thanks for sending me on this excellent lead, <laughs> you know? And then my other thought was, this guy is crazy. He actually doesn't accept credit cards. You know, I came from the Chicago area and it was pretty unusual to walk into a business where they did not accept cards. Um, and here I am in rural Pennsylvania in a little barber shop and this guy does not accept cards, is not interested. So we go back and forth for 10 minutes or so. I left that place without a sale but with this profound feeling that I had found a new challenge. And over the last 10 years, we've had a million views on YouTube. Uh, we've helped thousands of salespeople in this industry. And it's really been a personal quest for me to just get a deeper understanding of why do people use cards? Why do businesses accept cards? Why are they willing to pay to accept cards? What is this industry all about? And really my biggest thing was, how do I get my cut of the profits that are flowing through this seemingly mundane industry? I wanna get some of that money. I want to get some of those of those profits. And so today what's interesting is 10 years later I'm getting a lot of questions from salespeople and would-be ISOs that are saying, James, is this the right time to get into the merchant services industry? Is it gonna go away? Is PayPal, Square, you know, these other competitors, Stripe, are they gonna just take over the whole industry? And is this even a good time to be a merchant level salesperson or to be an ISO? Or should we be focused more on technology? Should we be focused more on other things? Is this the right time to get into the industry and, and kind of the idea is who cares about merchant services you know there's technology today there's all these other things that we can do who cares about merchant services anymore well I still care about merchant services and I still believe that this industry offers a great opportunity but I want to today give you three things that you should really keep in mind if you plan on focusing your attention on merchant services sales whether that's as an individual rep or as an ISO over the next five years. So here are my three things that I think you need to keep in mind as you move forward in merchant services. Number one, this industry is always changing. 
Always remember this, the only thing more expensive and more problematic than change is refusing to change. You need to change along with the industry. You know, over the last few years, as I've shifted my focus to training and software development for this industry, I've really been shocked and disappointed in a lot of situations when I realize how backwards our industry really is. It's amazing how difficult it is to get an ISO to give up their spreadsheets, uh, you know, in exchange for a statement analysis program like our instant quote tool. You know, it's interesting because there's just a lot of, you know, forward momentum. And this is an industry where there's a lot of money to be made and a lot of ISOs and a lot of processors are making a lot of money, a lot of profit in this business. And so as a result of that, they feel like if it's not broke, don't fix it. But I would remind you what Steve Jobs would always say, which is make sure that you put yourself out of business or your competitors will put you out of business. And what he meant by that was, hey, you know, when he had the iPod, which was one of the most successful devices of all time, he came up with the iPhone, which killed the iPod because he realized, hey, you know, I've got the best music player out there. I'm making all this money. What that tells me is my competitors are going to try to move into that space and they're going to try to take music and put it onto your phone. So he said, I'll put music on the phone first and I'll put myself out of business so that I can create that next wave. You need to do the same thing. Just because something worked last year and the year before does not mean that you can't improve upon it this year. So be ready to change. Number two, Businesses are changing the way that they accept payments. Businesses are changing the way that they accept payments. So there is change happening in the industry. Two examples I'll give you of this. The first one is ISVs uh, or independent software vendors. Now ISVs are people who are making software for businesses to run their business better and they need to integrate payments with that. Now this is an area where I've noticed that some processors and ISOs are going after this market. Some just don't even seem interested or they only seem interested in the big relationships with micros and things like that. The real opportunity, I believe, is actually in these small niche areas. Find a niche software and go to them because what are they looking for? They're looking for sales. They want a better sales channel. So go to them and say, hey, I'm willing to sell your software if you'll integrate with my payment processing gateway. And then boom, you have a great opportunity that you can go after. Another example I'll give you is e-commerce merchants. I just recently did an entire course at instantquotetool.com in our learning management system about how to sell e-commerce merchants. I am shocked at the level of just, you know, total ignorance about this area of the market. A lot of business, a lot of payment processing is going online. I think everybody watching this video realizes that. So the question is, what are you doing to target these online businesses to try to sell them, to sell them credit card processing? How, what are you doing to accomplish that, right? Make sure you're educated about that. Make sure you're ready to sell e-commerce merchants. So that's number two. Number three, Visa, MasterCard, and the banks are not going to allow this industry to get down to commodity prices without a huge fight, but merchants are starting to fight back. And so one of the dynamics you do need to understand about this industry over the next five years is that while I disagree with some of the experts that say, oh, this industry is ready for complete disruption, you know, in, in 24 months, credit card processing is going to be free, you know. Um, no, it's not.
Visa and MasterCard and the big banks, they're not going to allow that. They have too much clout. They have too much political clout. They're not going to allow that to happen. This industry, I believe, is going to be there for the long term. And I believe there's profits that are going to be made in this industry. But you do need to be aware that there is a battle going on in the U.S. market right now between big mega merchants and big mega banks. And Walmart and Target and these huge companies, they have a lot of pull in Congress. They have a lot of pull in government as do Wells Fargo and Visa and MasterCard and all these other huge banks and financial institutions. And you need to understand that there is a battle going on right now. And the battle is going on because the end consumer, the one who's actually paying for credit card processing, which is the merchant, the merchants are starting to fight back. You know, if you haven't jumped on board with cash discounting yet or surcharging, then maybe there's another creative solution you can come up with, but you need to leverage and understand the fact and the reality that merchants are starting to fight back because they're tired of paying more for payment processing than they're paying for their rent on their building. And that makes sense. And they really shouldn't be paying that much. And the rest of the world doesn't pay that much. And so there is going to be this battle, this fight over the next five years. And you need to understand that reality and come up with your own unique way of approaching that. Now, I believe that the merchant services industry is still awesome. Who cares about merchant services? I do. I'm still gonna be putting videos out there when you come back 24, 36 months from now, you're still gonna see me on my YouTube channel. Why? Because the merchant services industry is still a great opportunity, but you have to be willing to change and you have to become an industry professional that's really into what you do if you really wanna be successful in this industry. My name is James Shepard. Thanks for watching our YouTube channel. Make sure you subscribe. If you click the link right below this video, subscribe to this one and share it with others in the industry.